0: Hey, super Welcome back to the super glue podcast. Hey, my friend, I hope that you are here to put a little balance back in your life. We're going to draw on our sources of strength. We're here to get real, share a morning prayer and gear up for a kick ass day. So, hey, today we're going to talk about love and I want to talk about love from this perspective of authenticity of what love is really about. Right. And so, you know, we all have people that we love in our lives and we spend time with and and we have great connection with and that comes naturally. It's, It's natural to love certain people that we care so much about and that we choose to spend time with. But when we talk about love today, we're going to talk about it from this nuance of loving when it's hard, loving when you're frustrated, loving when you feel that somebody on the receiving end maybe doesn't deserve it. And We're going to talk about love from that perspective, but also from the perspective of how loved you are. So I know we have super gluers from all different walks of life and different faith stories. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about Jesus's love for you. And, you know, my mission is never to uh, be preachy to you or to, to convince people who are not followers, but I do feel called to share some biblical truths, some some really uh, enlightening information that has helped me in my lifetime. And if it works for you, great. And I invite you to uh, take this topic and study it even further if it if it makes sense for you. But as we go into the nuance of love, I just want to give credit to uh, a sermon that I was really inspired by that was done at Lighthouse Church, um, which is in Glen Burnie. If you're looking for a place, I go to Lighthouse Church online. Um, I love to listen to their sermons. I don't really go in person, but I found it through our daughter, Danielle. So anyway, I want to give credit where credit is due. But um, the the biblical part or perspective of this is around how Peter denied Jesus. And if you are familiar with any level of rejection, you know that rejection often leads us to deny love. Right. So like if we feel rejected or we do not feel That someone is being kind enough to us or deserving of our love or someone is maybe acting in a way that is, you know, hurting our ego or bruising who we are, you know, just causing us of strife in any way. Rejection leads to us wanting to deny love. And that's why when I talk about faith, I always want to talk about it from the most open door, because when we when we look at this scripture today, Jesus looks at the past and puts it aside and writes things that were wrong. And he goes after the people that often reject him, right? And there's a lot of evidence of this, but he often went to those people who were rejecting him, who denied him like Peter. And and he, he looks uh, past the past. And and so the idea in this particular scripture I wanted to share with you is is happening after Jesus appears to them. So, for those of you that just celebrated Easter, happy Easter! And you know that part of um, our belief is that Jesus, you know, is is nailed to the cross and he comes back. And when he comes back three days later, um, Simon Peter and other disciples are like, you know, they're going out fishing and they are ha- they're struggling and they're they're not fruitful at all in their fishing. And early in that morning, when they're really really struggling, Jesus stands on the shore but they don't know that it's him because they don't know that he's come back. And so they're on the shore, they're struggling. And, and, you know, a lot of different frustration is coming out. And I bet that we all can relate to this in our lives where we've had times in our lives where we feel like we're trying something over and over and over again, just like the fishermen were trying so hard and not getting results. And that can be extremely frustrating. It it can be downright annoying and causes to want to give up and, and throw in the towel and, and so that's how the disciples, disciples were, were feeling. And, um, and, and Jesus comes to him and he says, friends, haven't you any fish? And they say, no. And he says, throw your net to the right side of the boat and you'll find some. And when they did, they were, I mean, the abundance was like incredible, right? They were unable to haul the net because there was such a large number of fish. But it's that simple, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you'll find some. It was like, he said, like, I got this, just calm down, you know, but this again is after, after being denied and being rejected. I don't know that I often have what it takes as, as a human to give love to people that have been rejecting me or make me feel a certain way. Um, But Jesus teaches us this. he's like, you know, yeah, you guys have, yeah. Okay. You've rejected me. You've not, you you didn't believe, but it's okay. I'm still here. I still love you. And he says to them, it's me. He's kind of like, Hey, it's me. I'm the, you know, I came back and they're like, Oh my God, what, you know, it's the Lord and the other disciples, um, you know, follow and, and, and they come and they look and they're like, wow, you know, what is, what is going on? And so they catch the, all these fish and Jesus is like, come on, let's go have breakfast. And again, you know, these are people that, you know, um, some who had followed him, some who had rejected him, especially Peter. And and now, you know, he appears to them and he he's basically like, here I'm gonna help you, and we're gonna have breakfast together. And in in um in one of the gospels, we we hear from Peter who basically says, you know, oh Lord, you know, I'm a sinful man. I I can't. Like you shouldn't even love me. You you shouldn't because I am so sinful and I've done wrong. And why would you want me? You know, and and I have to say, you know, um, on a side note, yesterday Danielle called me because she was super frustrated about some protests that were going on at the Towson campus, and um, it was against a, a, a you know, a, I guess a group that really believes strongly that. You know in in order to live out your Christian faith you have to denounce um you know being gay and 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 not to be controversial on this podcast I try to 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 not be that but I want to be authentic and I have to say that you know working in public education and being around a lot of different people over many many years and many experiences I I feel that you know we have to open up our hearts to all people and how someone um shows up in in a circle or in a setting may be different from you or me but the idea is not to reject them and turn them away. The idea is to invite them in, in communion and, and not to be like, well, you can be here, but you know, you are bad. And, and I think when we think about faith and we think about love and we think about acceptance, we have to be really mindful of the messages that we're sending, especially if we proclaim, proclaim Christianity as our faith and, and we are really driven by love you know, when we go out and we start protesting against certain groups and we, we start condemning people and saying we're better and follow this, but don't follow that. I think we have to be really, really mindful of how that can push people away. And and in this scripture, you know, it's almost like Peter saying that to Jesus, he's saying like, oh, Lord, leave me. I'm just so sinful. You don't even want to come near me. Why would you want to help me? And Jesus says, do not be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people, meaning like I'm going to help you and I'm going to teach you and I'm going to show you the way and I'm going to be here for you. And when he ascended into heaven to live with his father, as he does uh, in, in, in our present world, in present time, it, it is about us not ever being alone, regardless of how we identify racially, sexually, religiously, even, you know, and and yes, I I've obviously want everyone to come to know and love the Lord the way that I do. But I also want to be really mindful of never pushing away people. Because at the end of the day, I am not the the, the creator or the judger. and And I think the more that we can live our lives in an open minded way, in a way that invites all people in the way that Jesus did, that's how we really live. And I remember I had this really difficult employee. I try not to give too many details for those of you that uh, have walked the Gaithersburg Elementary journey with me, but but you may have remembered we had a, a really tough building service person. And that person was just causing a lot of strife among other members of the staff and among the building service team. And I remember I had to approach this person about something that had happened. And I was getting really anxious about it and even frustrated and just feeling like this person did not deserve any grace at all by the way that they were acting. And I remember what I was wearing on this day, driving into work specifically. I I was listening to my music and clearing my head and, and I felt awake and rested and ready to give. And I decided to pray instead of going into it angry. I decided to go in to the conversation with love, to approach this person with love, to approach this person with a with a mindset that perhaps they have a perspective that I just don't understand. And I may never understand it. I may not have liked the things that they were doing. And it doesn't mean that Jesus doesn't correct us. It doesn't mean that we don't get corrected. It doesn't mean that I didn't need to correct the employee, but what it did mean is that I could go in with dignity and provide that person with dignity. I could provide that person with, uh, with love and listening ears while also making sure to set clear boundaries being really, really careful about how I would expect this person to show up again the next day after this conversation and, and put those boundaries in place. And I think that is so reminiscent of our relationship with the Lord. You know, he He wants to invite us in and there is nothing that we have done that makes us unworthy of his love. So I want to just remind you of how loved that you are, how love loved you are and and sometimes to be cautious of things that are said or put out or you know really really radical ideas one way or the other because sometimes they invite more exclusivity than we realize and and love goes beyond that the love of the Lord goes beyond that and so today I just want to remind you that love is really about creating safety and that safety is a simple, Act of kindness that we can provide for someone, right? When we create a safe environment where people can trust us and they can, they can talk to us openly. And that doesn't mean that we don't have to correct things at times. It doesn't mean that we don't have to set boundaries. Of course we do. But being open to other people's perspectives, having compassion, that is the magic of love. And I know I cannot do this without prayer. I am not able to fully give of myself to another person, to be loving, to put down my selfish ways, to put down my ego, to put down my hurts and frustrations and to look that person in the eye with a genuine heart of love unless I pray. And so if you would join me, Super Glowers, in a morning prayer, Father God, we just ask you to lift us up in this community so that we can be more loving, more open and more accepting. Help us to receive the type of love that you offered. You went for the people who rejected you. When You went after the people who were breaking the law, the prostitutes, the people who were not, quote unquote, accepted or morally doing the things that they were expected to do. You went after them. You, you went after those who weren't even going after you. Help us to seek your face, to know you, to live with you, to be uplifted by you. And to never be afraid of being in communion with you, to not feel like accepting you means that we have to be somebody different or we have to lay down and surrender in a way that doesn't feel authentic. Help us instead to surrender to you in a way that is loving and giving and fully receiving of your grace so that we can go out and live the way you intended for us to live. You are the best parent, the best father, the best mother, the best giver, the best <laughs> the best of it all. Help us to fully embrace who you are and all of the love and acceptance that you have to offer. I ask this in Jesus name. Hey, super gluer, get out there and have a kick ass day. Bye.